Welcome to the Naturopath Next Door podcast, an unfiltered health, wellness, and lifestyle podcast without the fluff. I'm your host, Pam, naturopath, nutritionist, personal trainer, and owner of Pam Heard Naturopath. Welcome to episode number four of the Naturopath Next Door. This episode is brought to you by my free three-day challenge, the 10 hours of sleep and still tired. Join us to identify your fatigue, explore your symptoms, get tips to reduce your fatigue, ways to improve your mood, community support, and so much more. Head to pamherd.com to join the challenge. Today, I'm really excited to be chatting to Patria from Coco Rose Eco. Patria is really passionate about becoming more eco-friendly. Today, she will share with us some simple ways to become eco-friendly in our everyday lives. Hey, Patria, how are you? Hi, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good. On this rainy Brisbane day, I feel like it's just never-ending rain at the moment, but that's okay. <laughs> I know. My lawn is growing absolutely crazy and my husband is a fly-in, fly-out worker, so when he comes back next week, he's going to have lots of fun mowing. That's if it stops raining because otherwise <laughs> either you have to do it or you have to employ somebody else to do it. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about you and obviously your business? Yes, I would love to. So my name is Patria, obviously. I am launching Coco Rose Eco, which is something that I've been so passionate about for so long. And I am super excited because I'm literally, as we're recording this, only weeks away from my launch. Um, Now, what Coco Rose Eco is and what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to help small businesses um, create a bigger impact by getting them visible, making more sales and impacting our environment. I find that um, as a small startup eco business brand, they sometimes are really good at Um, being passionate about your project, you've invented amazing products and you've got this real um, need to help people in the environment, but sometimes they're just lacking the business skills. So that's where I'm going to step in and I'm going to help them and I'm going to teach them and I'm going to provide an awesome community of eco-friendly brands. So I am so excited. That sounds amazing. I know that, you know, just in our everyday life that we could become a little bit more eco-friendly, you know, and we don't realise just those little small changes, how much of an impact it can actually have. Yes. I like, honestly, the small changes is what makes the biggest thing. There's a really cool quote about um, it doesn't matter. It's rather have like a million people doing eco-friendly imperfect rather than a couple doing it perfectly. And it's so true because it's really easy to create these habits that you're just so used to doing. But as soon as you just change one habit, it's actually being proven in science that if you just change one habit to be more sustainable, you're more likely to change more habits. So it's the first step. You've just got to take the first step and make one change and it will make huge impacts. So what kind of changes could people be making in their everyday life to obviously um, help, you know, create a bigger impact within the world? So look, these ones are the obvious and they're quite um, quite readily used now. So you've got usually reusable water bottle, no um, single-use plastic bags at the shops, um, no cut, like plastic cutlery. So they're, I think there's standard changes or swaps that you can make now. Um, a few of the biggest ones that I've found in that I use with my family. So I have four children and, as I said, a fly-in-fly-out husband. So my life is really crazy. So I just want to make swaps that are super easy and I'm 
a family. We're really conscious of um, of our budget because we've got so many children. Um, these swaps are super easy and everyone can do them. I am now going on two years glad wrap free. Oh my so, god, that's amazing. <laughs> I know, but you know, so many people don't actually realize glad wrap is plastic. It is literally plastic. It's not going away. It's going to stay around for 500 years once you've just used it that one time. So, yeah, to be honest, it was really hard the first six months. And when everyone would come to my house, they're like, why is you not have cling wrap? This is ridiculous. This is crazy. Um, but it's so easy. The alternatives, you can use silicon wraps. Just buy a few different sizes. They cover everything. Um, beeswax wraps I use. And I also just use containers. It's it's not hard. Um, the thing that I did struggle as well with was when um, I'm entertaining. So if you're going somewhere and you're taking a platter or I'm a mum, so I'm always baking. Um, but now I just have bigger beeswax wraps and bigger can <laughs> wraps and it's super easy. Um, going in that same drawer, uh, baking paper. I now don't use baking paper. Mm-hmm. And people go, oh, well, what do you use then? Because obviously if you're cooking a roast or you're cooking um, other things in your oven, you need something. There is also silicon baking. Um, I wouldn't say a wrap. A, I can't think of what it's called. <laughs> anyway, there are silicon baking foil things that you use and they're amazing. Oh, my God. Do you know what? So my mum got me onto the, the beeswax wraps and everything, and she lives in WA, so she sent me a whole heap, but she hasn't got onto the baking ones yet. So I'll just have to wait for maybe this random parcel to rock up into my box. <laughs> like, okay, thanks, mum. Yay, go, mum. I am yet to my mum to make any swaps, so that's amazing that she's already starting to do it and getting you to as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love them. So I'm super conscious of obviously plastics. Um, so even in, um, because obviously when I think about chemicals, I think of even just plastic containers and how obviously they have chemicals and there's a whole different range of health problems that can come from that. But yeah, I mean, just with reducing waste, always, you know, reusable, try and avoid the plastic. I mean, Probably I haven't gotten rid of it. I must. I am a little bit guilty of that, but I rarely, rarely use it. I probably buy Glad Wrap once every six months, if that. So Yay. yeah, I I'm think, super conscious. I think just being con- yeah, conscious of that effect as well, because the biggest thing is that there's not much education about it, and there just needs to be more education. And it's really beautiful that you have a platform to be able to educate people, because people just don't realize. I find it really funny. The biggest um, aha moment the other day is that people don't realize what the difference is between biodegradable, degradable and compostable. Mm-hmm. So the green washing that's happening in all our supermarkets, they're going, oh, this is biodegradable. It's amazing. It's just, I'm just doing so much good things for the environment, which that's what they're led to believe from the marketing. It's still plastic. Yeah. That will then go into microplastics, which then goes into our soil. Our fruit and vegetables grow in it. It gets washed to the ocean. The fish eat it. So the fact that I um, read the other day is that we actually consume one plastic credit card size of microplastics a week. Wow, that's crazy. And I think of microplastics in um, skincare products. Yep. Um, that is going straight into our water, um, which obviously is not great um, and going that way. That's insane. But, you know, sorry. Just a total side note, one of the things that I loved on your Instagram was actually about the clothing. Yes, it's so good. (laughs) 
So, uh, so I started to go back op shopping. I used to go op shopping many years ago. I used to actually raid my my nana's she had all her old clothing from the 60s and the 50s so when I was a teenager I used to go through all her old clothes and wear these actually vintage clothes um but anyone who has children knows that shopping with children is not so enjoyable sometimes let alone op shopping with children because you've got to be there you've got to be looking for lots of stuff um they're probably not so conscious with keeping breakables up high even on the weekend we went to an op shop again have amazing um yes so many amazing outfits that i got like i was super excited and my children smashed a vase whilst i was there um yeah so honestly to do fast fashion is again there's just so many crazy facts you're going to go to jump on google and find out what um how uh, detrimental to our environment fast fashion is but Op shopping is amazing and you don't have to be living in the coolest area and go to the coolest op shops. I literally just go down to my little old local, I'm hanging out with old nanas and I'm going through it and I'm finding all these amazing brands. And you might have seen on my Instagram, so I got six outfits, I think, full outfits of all brand name products for under $45. I know, it's ridiculous, but I was looking at the statistics as well of like the 80 billion pieces of clothing consumed globally every year. Yeah. And like, I, I, I know myself and I know that, you know, obviously my friends, not me personally, because I literally have probably about five outfits that I rotate and I won't purchase <laughs> something else until it's got off. <laughs> or I think, okay, maybe it's time to buy something else now. Um, and I'm, no, that's good. <laughs> and, minimalistic. That's a yeah. good thing to be. I, I just, I just don't like stuff, right? Okay. So that's just <laughs> Anyway, I'll try and keep it to an absolute minimum. Um, But then, you know, I'm really conscious with clothes with the kids as well, even though that they are, you know, you can go places and they're $2.50 and I, you know, I think of all kinds of other things. But yeah, we just don't want to keep consuming and consuming because where does that actually go? Yeah, it just goes to landfill. That's the biggest thing. Even um, there, I get you say buy a shirt from Kmart for $2.50, you can go to an op shop and buy it for 20 cents. Like if your children are going to daycare, they're just going to ruin it anyway. So what does it matter? They pretty much look identical and they don't, it doesn't matter. Like my 11 year old in particular loves it. She's like, can I get this? And can I get this? I get this. It's, um, I think it's a really nice way to introduce your children into it. And op shopping isn't daggy. If anything, it's becoming more um, of a more fashionable thing because it's vintage. And you only have to look on Instagram and see all those really cool um, people like that. Their whole accounts are just for um, op shop finds and their cool outfits that they've got. So, yeah, I think it's an amazing, it's not a trend, it's here to stay, but I think we all more need to jump on board to it. Oh, absolutely. And you're avoiding also the meltdown when you're saying, no, you can't have that, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can have anything. Yeah. We, one thing that we are conscious of is that if we're taking, buying more things, is that we're, if we're going to give stuff back to it, so to people that actually need it. Otherwise, like any parent, like the toy room can be overloading. Like you've only got to go through Christmas to realise that your children have too much. Um, so, yeah, we're just very conscious to keep it as in a balance of what's coming in and also of what's going out or who we can um, give it away. There's all these really awesome Facebook community groups. Uh, we can just give you a really nice items whether it be clothing or baby items i've donated a few um to refugees in brisbane oh, that have come amazing they, they yep. need these products they yep. these products are really amazing and i'd rather give to someone who needs it than um yeah just to 
throw it away. It's crazy, isn't it? Absolutely. So I donate all of my old work stuff to um, Fitted for Work so that they are an organisation that help, um, you know, underprivileged women get back into the workforce. So Amazing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So they, they take clothing and handbags and jewellery and all of those kinds of things and you can just, I literally just get a box, put it in and then just send it off. I think yeah. that's really cool. And there's so many amazing initiatives out there. You've just kind of got to, you've got to either be recommended or you've just got to search for it. But there is so many, um, yeah, just amazing local groups that are doing really wonderful things. Definitely. And I think that's one thing that we can use, obviously, like through yourself with making us aware of things because the other thing was the bread tags. Like I have this drawer because I don't throw them out, right? For some reason, <laughs> like I never threw them out. But I have this drawer full of bread, like bread tags and I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with these? Like, you know, it's ridiculous. And then I see through your Instagram that we can actually send them somewhere. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, do you know what? I've only recently found this out probably in the last, I don't know, within six months I found out, A, bread tags are not able to be recyclable because they're too small. The machine's not picking it up when it's going through. So I would always just put, put them into my recycling bin. But, no, there is this awesome community. So um, there's two ways. So there's this really cool um, artist that's create, collecting bread tags, which then she's turning into art, which then she's going to be donating to um, this particular, uh, another community organisation that um, she collects bread tags and then sells the plastic back to a recycling company, which then in turn she uses the funds to buy wheelchairs for people in Africa. So it takes no less than a second to just not put your bread tag in the bin and just pop it in a little jar and collect it or collect it in a drawer. However you're doing it, you're much more ahead of the journey than I am. But it's just amazing that there's these initiatives out there, but it's the lack of um, they're not being visible. These community organisations need to have the support of thousands of people, not just a few people. They need to have the thousands there. Um, another really cool one, which I also do, and I haven't shared on my Instagram yet, is collecting the bread, um, not the bread, the milk bottle tops. Yep. So another really cool organisation that collects those, and they've actually had to stop collecting them because they've been so overwhelmed with the support. They turn them into robotics for children's arms, which is just that's amazing. So this plastic would just go into landfill normally, but now they're making robotic arms for children that have lost limbs. So, and the fact that they had to stop collecting um, tags, like they literally had millions and millions of um, bread bottle tops. So, so I'm still collecting mine because as a family, we go through so much milk. And so when they open their doors again, um, yeah, so there's a couple of initiatives that take no more of your time and you've just got to collect it. It's super easy. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, that's where social media comes in with, you know, like, you know, you and, you know, Facebook and all these other organisations just being a little bit more visible. But, you know, what you're doing is obviously shedding light onto all of them, which is amazing. Yeah, look, it's like it's no one's fault. It's just what you, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So it's um, that's why I try to use my platform to help people give eco-friendly choices or to just to know that there are other options. And, like, even with children, like if you've got um, lots of families listening, I've used eco-friendly um, cloth nappies for all four of my children. So my oldest is 11. I started using them way before it was cool to use them. I only had a few brands to choose from. And to be honest, I didn't even know they existed till I went to a children's um, 
expo when I was first pregnant and they are so easy to use. They are quite cheap when you add up how long they last and um, how many children you can use over them. And do you know what the biggest question everyone asks us about them? It's like, oh, but what do you do with the poo? It's like, put it in the toilet. Where else does it go? It's like, as a mum, you just get used to seeing gross stuff. What difference does it make? Like, yeah, I'm the biggest advocate for just really small changes. And nappies are super easy and they make a huge impact to change them. Absolutely. So if people want to find out more about you, then where can they head to? Yeah, so head to my Instagram. I would love, love, love to be friends over there. We are um, at Coco Rose Eco. Um, you can see me on Facebook as well, which is just search Coco Rose Eco, or you can head to my website, which will be launching in three weeks. So uh, www.cocoroseeco.com.au. I would love to connect with you. <laughs> And amazing. Do you have any resources on your website that people could potentially download as well? Yes, absolutely. So as you know, I'm really passionate about making small changes in your household. You're a family. I'm a family. I get it how busy you are. That's why I create um, this roadmap to being more eco-friendly. It's just got a few simple steps that you can create for your own family that will have a huge impact. So I would love for you to download it. It would definitely help you on your eco journey. Oh, what a valuable resource. And I'm sure that even if we only made one change from that each, uh, like it would make such a huge impact. Yes, definitely. 100%. I can guarantee you. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate you taking the time out um, to speak to us. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much, lovely. Thank you so much for listening to the Naturopath Next Door podcast. If you are loving what you're hearing, I would really appreciate it if you hit subscribe and leave a short review. Also, if you've learned something this episode, make sure that you share it on your Instagram stories and tag me, Pam underscore naturopath. Wherever you are in the world, I hope you have a really good day and I will catch you next week on The Naturopath Next Door. Next Door.